Well, hey, girl, welcome to She's Doing Big Things. I'm your host, Alicia Lee, the original she, top income producer, freedom advocate, serial entrepreneur, winner of all the things, world traveler, and now digital nomad. I've lived my entire life feeling a little different, dreaming a little bigger, doing a little more, and believing I was destined to have it all. So I can imagine if you're here, you get it. You're a dreamer, a doer, an entrepreneur, so you're ready to set some big goals and smash them. So with that in mind, let's freaking get started. Hello, hello, my dreamers and doers, and welcome to episode four, mapping and feeling your way to success. So Nick and I are planning our trip to Vietnam and Thailand, which we will leave now in three weeks, I think. And it was so funny putting this trip together and realizing how very different our personalities are and our planning styles are. So Nick is a person who likes to know every single detail ahead of time. He really likes to be prepared and be in control of the situation at all times. He's not a big fan of surprises. Where me, I'm a little more on the adventurous side. I love to be surprised, to find something new around every corner, and to fly by the seat of my pants, per se. So although we're very excited about this trip, I think we finally came to a compromise and we let me plan most of the trip while giving Nick the say at the end to make sure that it was all a-okay. So it worked out just fine, but we'll let you know how the trip goes in a few weeks. So with that in mind, we had set our destination, right? We knew that we were going to Vietnam and to Thailand. But in the business world, I feel like this is really correlational. And the question posed is this, will you get where you're going if you don't know the destination? And my answer to this is yes and no. I know. you've always heard no, right? You won't get there if you don't have a clear picture of the destination you're mapping out to reach in the end. Well, let me throw a wrench in that for just a second. Here's the scenario. You get in the car, you brought a few clothing items, but you'll probably pick things up as you go and find snacks on the road, random music stations are ready on Spotify. Yes, please, here we go. You start driving east. At each intersection, you decide where you'll go next. Left, right, straight, I don't know, just pick one. You see a cute little store as you pass through downtown Stars Hollow. I had to throw in a Gilmore Girls reference. And you stop to get a bite to eat. While you're there, Rory gives you advice that you should head south and see the new library in the town next over from there. It wasn't in your plan, but heck, did you even have a plan? So you add it in because she made it sound so great and libraries really are up your alley. Mm Mm-hmm, that book smell. I feel you, girl. So after the library, you decide, you know what? 
I like this new southern route. The weather seems cooperative as you check the weather report and you veer off on your new path. A few hours later, you come across a carnival. This is it. This is what my road trip was all about. Unsystematic, sporadic, flying by the seat of my pants. So you stop, get out, book a hotel room, and you decide to stay a while. So let me ask you, does that sound fun to you? I mean, it does to me. So if you're like me, and you're a bit of, or a lot of, an adventurous spirit, you're probably nodding and dreaming a bit as to what that would be like to not only have the freedom to do that, but also what destinations you would encounter along the way, and where your final destination would be. So for this adventurous and creative spirit... Building a business can often parallel to this. We just went through the story of a girl who's a free spirit, and if this is you, you might build a business something like this. You know you're going on a journey, but you're not really sure where you'll end up, where it will take you, what you'll do along the way, but you follow your gut and you know the path will show itself. Intuition is your guide. So I have a client like this. She owns a successful massage studio. And with her business experience, she has also created a coaching business. She's a total instinctual builder. She does only what feels good. She's also very knowledgeable, though, and has read far more than anyone else I know just in the topic of business and personal development. So her intuition is strong, and she has the knowledge to back it. But she doesn't love having a set plan and the tech stuff overwhelms her because it does entail a checklist and a step-by-step connection of items and content. Her heart-centered business is magnetic because she truly cares about people and connects well to their emotions and their needs. In some ways, I envy her because I'm a little bit of the in-between. I love, as I've said before, structured freedom. So there's a very opposite type to this person who I also identify with. The structure part of me loves this kind of road trip. So let's see how they differ. You get in the car after cleaning off the seats and making sure everything is stored nicely as not to move around. You packed snacks, you've got water in tow, podcast playlist is ready, here we go. Plug into the GPS the destination, map out restaurants along the way, and optimize time with making sure you're not too far off route so that you can stay on track. At each stoplight and intersection, your GPS is directing you through so you have full confidence you're going to get to where you're going. Considering how bossy and sure she is, your predetermined stopping points do not disappoint. And you make a point to put on your list to rate them as others did on Travelocity so the next person can hit the same spots with ease. You reach your destination a few minutes early and pat yourself on the back for the few extra minutes you saved en route by sticking to the plan. Now, this person sounds a little different than the first one, I think. As far as this organized and structured individual, building a business can really resemble something like this. You know what you want as your end result, and you want to get there faster with strategy and a well-designed plan to execute. Your head leads the way, your heart follows, and your passion shows in your diligence to the work and to a job well done 
and done by the deadline you set for yourself. I also have a client like this. She's an event and travel planner, and she's very strategic in her thoughts, what she wants to give to the world, and how it is displayed when it does get presented. She's very versed in processes and systems, as that is her day job, and she transfers it into the business that she is creating and loving, and I have no doubt will be her full-time income and gig down the road. She loves the tech stuff only because I give her a step-by-step process to getting it done and a checklist of action items to knock off one by one. Hello, sticky notes. (laughs) She loves timelines and guidelines and living within the lines. Her business is magnetic because she's structured and reliable and always gets the job done with perfection in mind. Her clients always know what to expect and they always get their money's worth. Now let me tell you, both of these women are amazing. Both of them serve and give and have so much to provide to their clients and customers. Both are incredibly valuable and service-driven. However, they both get there in very different ways. The latter, I would reverse engineer the trip or her business and start at the end like a 10K goal and unravel that to set the plan for monthly and weekly goals and action items so she could check them off. The first, though, I would help her to choose from three paths, know the starting point, and utilize her intuition as a tool to set up the next step from a single choice without diving too far into what it will look like at the end. Now, my job as a coach is to recognize people's different learning styles, communication styles, and their needs when it comes to direction and the path they want to take in order to reach their goals. Now, both can do it in the same amount of time if held accountable, and recognized for their uniqueness. That being said, I want to give this to the coaches out there who have not yet seen this, haven't encountered this, have had a hard time negotiating the different personality styles, and who want to hone in quicker on what their future or current client needs. I also want to give this to the person who has yet to hire me, but know you will, and you're wondering how I'll adapt to you, how we will specifically ensure your results, and how you will reach your goals because they're unique to you, and you're not sure if you're capable. Let me insert that I 100% deep down in my soul believe that every woman who steps up and makes an investment to do something bigger will get an elevated version of themselves who will rise to the occasion. Investment does that to a person. Nobody wants to lose the money that they put in if the investment is big enough, period. So here's what I will specifically ask you, my client, and here's what other coaches should be asking right off the bat on the first call. Maybe not on an intro call, but the first paid call, definitely. Number one, do you have a planner or use daily checklists to accomplish your tasks? This will give you their level of organization and what they will need from you in order to hold them accountable to a task. Number two, 
If you don't use a planner or calendar, how do you determine the next step in your business or make sure you're on time to appointments, meetings, and events? Some people really are able to keep it all organized in their heads. I admire them. I'm definitely not one of those people, but knowing that and their rate of punctuality will help you to know how they will show up to calls and when, and also how they will show up for their clients in the future. Someone who has it written down may bring more specific questions, but someone who has it in their head may bring more emotions to the call. Just take note of that. Number three, do you track your goals anywhere? And if you do, what does that look like for you? Goals are very important. This podcast is not to dismiss the idea that a dreamer and a doer both have goals. They should be measurable, trackable, and realistic. We keep talking about it and well, I'll keep talking about it because it's that dang important. Those are the areas that I focus in. Someone who uses written organization and tables and spreadsheets can handle more goals since it's laid out and written out. Someone who keeps it in their head can usually handle three since each of those goals will have parts and generally we as people can only juggle slash remember about seven items before one drops. Number four. Do you know what your end goal looks like or who your ideal client is? This is really fun. I love this question with both styles of people and everyone in between. I love dreaming and creating the action items to help them get it done, either from just the starting point or reverse engineered. Number five. If you were to create a list of just three things to start from and focus on right now that you know would grow your business, what would they be? I ask this because I want to get a feel for where they are in their knowledge of their process and where they have thought beyond step one or if they're even stuck in what step one would be because that's a place that some people sit for a very long time. Finding a starting point is always necessary, even if finding the destination isn't a priority. So let me just say, I am a destination kind of gal. I love to know the ending and reverse engineer the process to getting there all the way back to the starting point. But my adventurous soul tends to veer off and find new places to roam. (laughs) Hello, squirrel. So my coach's job has always been to let me dream, but to wrangle me back to the most profitable path to business building that my business needs to create the income for the side cuts that I know I will eventually take and incorporate. So coaches that are listening to this, I want to leave you with this. Ask as many questions as you need in order to truly know what your client wants. It took me a while to hone in on my process and my questions and to really get specific on how to help my client to know them inside and out. So be nice to yourself as you dig through your first coaching calls and even your 50th as everyone's timeline and path is different and you will find yours. You will find your flow, I promise you. And when you find your flow, so will your clients. 
to the future doer who is listening to this and you're wishing you had somebody like me to hold you accountable to the trip that makes the most sense for you and the destination planned or unknown, I have one coaching spot left open in my schedule and it's got your little name written all over it. I'm currently down to an application process to apply for it, so yep, you get to fill out a little survey. Go you. You can go on over to Instagram at coach underscore Alicia Lee, that's A-L-I-C-I-A-L-E-I-G-H, and get your application in so we can start this journey together to the business of your dreams and the freedom you deserve. Let's get doing. See you next week. What is up, my darlings and doers? If you loved this podcast, please don't leave it behind. Go ahead and hit that subscribe button and do us a huge favor. Give us a quick rating. It not only helps me to know where you're listening, but it also helps the new listener to find this podcast and become the next doing success story. So with that, I'm off to do some big things or help one of my amazing clients get her doing list done. Have an amazing day and we'll catch you next week.